Coming to you from Keiko Studios, it's The Balcony Show with Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, Mike Roy, Donna Gallucci, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music so you don't have to. So here we go, The Balcony Show. in far away places, sing with love and good vibes. Just keep an eye out for just what's coming. Welcome to the Balcony <laughs> Show, your number one source for independent music. Hi, guys. Hello. 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 Bo Summer is on the road. Out. Yeah. We miss Bo. Yeah. yeah. You know what? She's out. She's you know she's got another one of those hits. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. She's on the road with chocolate raspberry. Oh boy. <laughs> wine. Donna. Don't bring me back any chocolate raspberry yeah. wine, Bo. That's the poisoning please. the countryside. Make it a different flavor, contract. please. <laughs> so uh, coming up, super stoked for today's show. We have Andrew Hager on the show. And he is, if you don't know, he's the son of Sam, the famous rock and roller Sam Hager. But Andrew is doing his own thing and it is stellar. So I can't wait for you to hear this interview and I can't wait for you to hear his music. Indeed. But first. Oh, here we go. Useless facts. Facts that are freaking useless. Useless. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm laughing already. More uselessness, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. Let's just dive right into the giant pool of uselessness <laughs> that is my life. Useless fact number one. Bone therapy is the physical disorder in which patients believe they are a cow. <laughs> what? Ooh. Is it Bowen though, or is it Bone? Bowen. 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 Bowen therapy. How do you even say this word? I don't even I know. know. Bowen therapy. <laughs> who knows anything that Ann sits up at five a.m. in the morning yeah, on the dark web? I wonder who really suffers from this, and and yeah, no. what? To, how does this behavior present itself? Excuse me. Could you move <laughs> over? <laughs> <laughs> Why does she always eat her lettuce like? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I do know some people that do that. Oh, oh chew my gum gosh. like they're chewing a cud drives I, me insane. I gotta leave. You know, yesterday morning, it's like you know, I'm already agitated because of the job I'm on, and my brother's one of them open mouth chewers. Oh, oh no, boy! No, no, no! God. I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm gonna throw myself in the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, useless fact number two. A snail breathes through its foot. Okay, now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we have a possibility of more useless facts stacked onto this useless fact. Where in the absolute hell is a snail's foot? Isn't that the body that comes out? Yeah. That, 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 you know, like it's, it, it crawls. Out. So, it so the entirety of the snail is its foot. That you see. No, are we sure about and what a slimy foot it is, ladies and gentlemen. Well, yeah, because it's, they're breezing through it, so there's probably snot in the locker. Uh, that's disgusting. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Maybe that's why snails are so disgusting. Slow. Why they're so slimy? Oh, uh, you did not know. Maybe it's their whole body is filled with snail snot. Mm. A lot of snail mucus snot. there. Oh yeah, it's in Say membrane. That. I can't. <laughs> 
And moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just get to number three. Uh, you know, digging a hole. Yeah. Digging a hole. That's appropriate. All right. Uh, useless <laughs> fact number three. Digging a hole to China is actually possible if you start in Argentina. Did you know that? No. Hmm. Uh, yeah. No, that's weird. Interesting. Yeah. Of course, you never make it through the core. But mm-hmm. Yeah, True. yeah. Well, that pretty much do you in right there. Yeah. Or, I mean, the closer you got... Mm. Oh, although Ocean Gate, maybe that's yeah, their next. Well, <laughs> actually, Neil, Neil deGrasse Sorry, Tyson but... does a whole thing on actually what would happen uh, if you were traversing this hole through the earth. It's it's pretty interesting, you know, how you would. What was that again? Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know who he is? Mm. Physicist. 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 So look it up for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That sounds it's interesting. interesting. Um, I really like his channel too. He's like, you know, because. He's like a super smart dude, but he's a dude. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, he's not a pretentious D-bag in any way. (laughs) Well, about some things. All right. So, uh, useless fact number four. uh, Mosquitoes have 47 teeth, and those little prick bastards use every one of them. Yes, they do. Wow. I did not know that they had teeth. I, yeah, you know. I knew hmm. I knew they had the stinger, yeah. but I never yeah, realized. I, never that. I just assumed that they were like flies that do the the acidic bile rejection and they just slurp up so, whatever. So as a photographer, when you're taking pictures and you see a mosquito, you can say cheese now. <laughs> get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> just get out. Oh, man. <laughs> you're going to try it. I know oh, it. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As I'm swatting it dead. <laughs> Smile nice for the death. <laughs> All right. Uh, useless fact number five and the final. A single strand of spaghetti is called a spaghetto. Did you know that? In spaghetto. No, I did not know you're that. You're of Italian. You know, I did not know that. Yeah. Really? No. I don't think it's an Italian who came up with this. Hey, it's a single strand of spaghetti. It's a spaghetto. Because it's from the ghetto. The spaghetto ghetto. We used to say a piece of spaghetti. That's what we say. It's a spaghetti. It's a spaghetto. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got a piece of spaghetto hanging out of your mouth there. What is that thing in the can SpaghettiOs? Yeah. Is that what it's called? SpaghettiOs? SpaghettiOs. With the little meatballs? Yeah. Uh, Little SpaghettiOs. Remember that? They're circular. It's like it's all coming together now. just, yeah. It made me think of SpaghettiOs. Mind blown. SpaghettiOs. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. They were useless facts. Hey, thanks, Mad Cat. I feel like I'm dumber now. Don't you feel better now? (laughs) That's even possible. Enlightening the world. Oh, yes. You people are welcome out there. See? Radio Land. So we're going to get things started with this really great show with a song by a local band, uh, The Beautiful Distortion. The name of the song is Black Cloud. If you have not seen this band, find out where they're playing and check them out. They will not disappoint. So Black Cloud by The Beautiful Distortion. Let let her rip. <laughs> <laughs> Another pure to swallow Leave me 
right here on The Balcony Show, we are very excited to welcome Andrew Hagar. But first, we're going to check out his track, Leave It Alone. So take a listen. Welcome to The Balcony Show, and we are very super stoked to have the one and only Andrew Hager on our show. You may know him. He's the son of Sammy Hager. Gotta say it. Sorry, Andrew. (laughs) But he is a rising star, and if you haven't heard his music, you're about to, and we are excited about it. So the first song our listeners have heard already is Leave It Alone. You want to talk about that a little bit, Andrew? Yeah, sure. Um, I wrote Leave It Alone with uh, my co-writer and producer, Trev Lukather, back in early 2021. We um, we were working on an EP at the time, and that was just one of those little songs that popped out. Um, I know a lot of people out there, like, over the last few years, were, like, looking for answers, probably in all the wrong places. Uh, going down rabbit holes on YouTube, they probably shouldn't, you know, and thinking that they knew a bunch of stuff that wasn't even accurate. You know what I mean? <laughs> fake <laughs> so, news, fake news. Yeah, <laughs> a, lot, 
<laughs> a lot of fake news. So that was kind of on my mind when I wrote the song. But um, I mean, it, it's it's about any number of things. I lost a lot of friends and family members down certain rabbit holes where there's just no coming back from that. And yeah. uh, it's rather unfortunate because I'm not exactly the kind of guy that wants to disagree with people. I love to have a conversation with people that, that don't necessarily. Yeah, Mad Cat says that all the time. And I like yeah. to try to find common ground, you know, because that's that's what it's all about. Life is about finding the middle ground in things and being able to have a reasonable discussion with someone that might not necessarily agree with you and understand them and at least try to and try to respect their position, you know? And what but that right. is... Uh, it's been lost. So yes, absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Absolutely if right. I had a nickel for every time I said, can we please go back to the middle of the road? Why do we yeah. have to be, you know, hanging on off of one cliff or hanging off of another? Please. Can we just be on the middle of the road? And, and this song speaks to that, but um, absolutely, I want to talk about your newest single, which is systematic minds. And this video are, I, I love the, the, it was a lyric video, I believe, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Cool, cool artwork. Who did the artwork for this? Because it's stellar. Uh, my buddy Luca, he goes by um, Solo Michello on Instagram. He does, he's <laughs> doing all of my artwork. He's, this guy is uh, like a really, really amazing artist that works with a lot of really big international metal bands. Um, I, Stumbled on his stuff through my friend Trevor William Church, who's uh, the front man and lead songwriter of uh, this great metal band called Haunt. Um, he's also the son of Bill the Electric Church, uh, oh. one of my dad's bass players from the early days of like Montrose and his solo career. So mm. I've worked with two different Trevs in uh, the music industry. They're both second gens, and it's kind of funny. But, um, but yeah, my buddy Luca, he absolutely kills it on all the artwork. And, um, you know, it's evocative of a lot of different things. I've gotten a cascade of different references from people when they look at the cover art. So what, what's your, uh, your take on it for me? Well, I like the mind thinking, you know what I mean? Like in the gear, like get, get away from it. You know, we're all like engaged in this, in this, uh, I don't know the web and all the, all, you know what I mean? We're not, we almost get lost in it. We're like hanging out there kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I really, it caught my eye and I was like, I had to, I just had to ask you who did it because it, it's really stellar. And the song, the song really portrays that, you know what I mean? That uh, we're, we're losing something by becoming systematic minds. And what, I want to know what your thoughts are about that. I'm of the ilk that uh, I believe everything under the sun has already been done. There's nothing original out there. You know, I mean, people are trying their best to make original art and sure there's a lot of stuff that's very unique and and very uh on point for the time but especially here in america you know everybody thinks they're a rugged individualist that's you know wholly their own and unique <laughs> and we're all kind of being fed the same the same memes yeah. the same talking heads like you know obviously people have talked about this to death the echo chamber that everybody lives in but it, it's really to the point now where your phone has predictive AI, right? All of these apps that you use gather all of your, your data. Of course, everyone knows this. And you, you go, okay, well, how the hell did I see this ad? I didn't even talk about it. I was thinking of it and it showed up. Mm -hmm. Well, they can, they can predict now based on you know, behavioral models 
what you need and what you want and what you're going to like. So you might not even realize that you have a craving for something and then it just shows up on your so phone. So the whips and you chains know? that are showing up on my feed, that's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh the rabbit hole. It never, it never takes long for her to go down the rabbit hole. And, and Every, her... Everybody's got advice. Or yeah. sometimes I'm sorry. You know? I, I, no, she's not. Okay. <laughs> she's not. Hey, you don't have to be sorry. Never, never apologize for being who you are. Right? Oh, All right. Well, listen, amazing. we're going to take a short break and let our listeners hear Systematic Minds by Andrew Hagar and the Midnight Sun. And we'll be right back with the rest of the interview.
And we are back on the balcony show, and we have Andrew Hagar on the line. So, Andrew, I got to ask you. Uh, now, I wasn't going to ask. I wasn't. I wasn't going to ask this, and I promised myself. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, I got to break my own promise because uh, <laughs> it keeps coming up in my feed. You know, the whole algorithm thing. Yeah, um, of course. The uh, it says right here, Andrew Hagar says David Lee Roth wasn't the nicest once he found out I'm Sammy Hagar's kid. Is there any? Yeah. Is there any validity to that? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I met him once on the Sammy and Dave tour, and I don't think he realized, you know, who my who my father was. Um, and we, were, I mean, I was I was young. I was, God, I think I was a teenager, and uh, he was really cool. We were, we briefly spoke about you know martial arts and stuff, and then one of the roadies came by and was like, "Hey, Andrew, your dad's looking for you." And he goes, "Who's your dad?" And then he goes, "Oh man, this is Sammy's kid." Oh, and he just he did an about face and walked away. Oh, I mean, man. I don't even I don't even know if he would remember that. It was like a really small little thing that happened on tour, and I mean, that tour was an absolute unmitigated disaster. So I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff that he remembers. What not to do, that. right? Yeah, exactly. Andrew? Yeah. Not to do. Exactly. Well, th- th- thank you, thank you for sharing your thoughts on that. Anyway, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's like usually, usually I try to keep my focus on you who we're who we're doing, but I was like, I'm like, oh, oh you're fine. Man. This has been popping up in my feed for over a week now, and I'm like, all right. Yeah. That's, That's so right. funny. You know, I got tagged in a bunch of weird random posts like that. Like I've been doing a lot of these interviews, uh, courtesy of Shauna. Shout out Shauna, great job. But um, you know, there's been a lot of stuff that's been taken out of context and picked up by like some of the, you know, the more like tabloidish music blogs uh, yeah. and whatnot. And it's really funny. I got tagged in some like just scathing article from Brazil. I couldn't even read. I had to run it through like oh Google God. Translate. Oh, wow. And they're like talking all this this crap about me and like saying all this stuff that I said about Roth that I didn't actually say. And I'm just like, what the like <laughs> come on, man. And this guy had the audacity to like tag me in a story <gasps> on Instagram like I was gonna repost it. And I'm just like, dude, what, <laughs> what the hell are you thinking, bro? It's crazy. They want to keep it like, going. I'm a, I'm a chill guy, thing? but I'm not yeah. that chill. You know what and I mean? Like, that's the thing. Like <laughs> yeah. they do they want to keep it going. Yeah. They, yeah. You know, yeah, get a clue. Yeah. Well, you know, I, so I will say there. I've enjoyed I've enjoyed following uh, your father's stuff online, and I will enjoy following your stuff online as well. Yeah. Now, so you know, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, Andrew, this is uh, uh, Mike. I had a question for you. Um, Hi, Mike. I'm also uh, I, I front and lead an independent uh, rock band as well. Um, awesome. Curious, what would be like advice you would give other people in that position as far as you know getting beyond their local areas and uh, tri-state areas and touring and stuff like that. Oh man. I mean, that's, that's a difficult thing these days. I I would say the best bet is find a group of guys that all have the same like ideology as you Yep, in the band that are willing to like split everything you do evenly down the middle so that everybody has skin in the game. Because, like, as a solo artist, one of the yes. hardest things to do is pay my friggin' band. Isn't if it? we're playing, like, <laughs> a, a just shit little club somewhere and we're getting, like, a $250 guarantee, yep. which is cool. Like, I'll play those shows all day, but it's literally coming out of my pocket, especially if we're not making a lot of money on merch that night or if, like, it's slim pickings, like we're playing a Tuesday in yeah. some small market somewhere. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah, I think that the the easiest thing to do is, like, People are like, oh, bands are dead. Like, don't be in a band. Yeah. Take it from me as a solo artist. Like, bands have it a little easier it, because you can just all cram in the car. Like, I've toured out of my friggin' Subaru. You know what I mean? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing anything super fancy in a tour bus yeah. or something. Like, 
But when you got people that are down, just like down to ride, man, and down to go out there and do it with you, yeah. it makes it so much easier because everyone's got skin in the game. Everyone's passionate about it. Nobody's just doing it for the paycheck. Right. Um, I mean, Great that's tip. some of the best advice yeah. I ever got was whatever your expectations are in music, like put it, put it down to zero. Like, you know, nice. never be money motivated and just always do it purely out of passion because there's outside of like a very small number of people in the industry, there's really no way to make it sustainable as a job. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah. So we're going to end things tonight with your song, Red Light Appetite. And I got to tell you, I love the video for this. Awesome. But it took me a second to figure out why the bartender was stepping over a body on the floor. <laughs> I'm a little slow because she's not really the bartender. I know, but it took me a minute. I'm like, why is there a lady? On a <laughs> and then as I watched the video, I was like, oh, uh, yeah. she's a vampire. <laughs> yeah, I'll, she did a great uh, I'll just job, give you the, the give way, you the too. quick rundown. Thank you. Yeah, I was a huge fan of like B horror movies growing up, and I always <laughs> wanted to make a music video inspired by some of my favorites. I love From Dusk Till Dawn, and I thought just. The title and the subject matter of the song Red Light Appetite, while we were writing it, I was like, oh, this is going to be a vampire music video, 100%. And uh, yeah, we got some some people together and and just smashed it like one day, one night, really, like stayed outside. It was great. It was great. Thank you. I appreciate it. But uh, (laughs) we had a great time with that video. It was just so funny and so fun. You know. All right. Uh, We're going to take a listen to Red Light Appetite. You're going to want to download this. You're going to want to follow him. You're going to want to check out all those things that he mentioned. Andrew Hagar, thank you. We'll be right back with the rest of the show.
listening to the balcony show. And on today's Mad Cats Mad Tracks, we have the song Move Forward by Angel Hill. So give it a listen. Here we go.
listening to The Balcony Show. And now it's time for Indie Radar with Bo Summer. Hey, it's Bo Summer here on The Balcony Show. This week's Indie Radar, we're talking about the South by Southwest Fair Pay Act that has been in the works and getting a lot of steam recently over the last several months. And uh, it's very awesome to hear that the Austin, Texas Parks and Recreation Board has unanimously passed the recommendation that the event be required to pay artists fairly. So that's a huge step moving forward, and hopefully it's going to go in the right direction. There's a lot of emerging artists that pay a lot of money out of their own pockets to get to this event, and it's a great event for networking and exposure and some wonderful opportunities. But it looks like the resolution now is going to be moving to the city council, and hopefully they're going to keep moving this forward to the next level and the next step to hopefully end up in succeeding and getting artists a fair pay at this event, which takes place again in Austin, Texas on an annual basis. So we're going to keep an eye on this for the future and keep you posted. Thanks for listening. Welcome to another edition of Mike's Music Box. Inside, you're going to hear some stories of the macabre, the paranormal, and the strange. So stay tuned, if you dare. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Mike's Music Box. Tonight, we're going to look at a band a lot of people know about. Um, This is a band called Nine Inch Nails, and featuring Trent Reznor himself. And the story that happened around one of their very first Music videos, which got the FBI involved. Whoa. Nice. So, yeah. So before they even released the record, Trent Reznor um, <laughs> caught the eye of the FBI. In 1989, Nine Inch Nails was about to release their very first record called Pretty Hate Machine. But prior to releasing this record, they were unknowingly on the list and under the watch of the authorities. They were signed to TVT Records, which didn't have a lot of money and so on, a shoestring budget. They shot the first music video in Chicago for Down In It. The director sketched out a pretty simple storyline in which Trent Reznor would be playing a character being chased down by several men. As he tries to escape them, he climbs to the top of a skyscraper. He slips and falls, has a pretty gruesome death, and the video ends with the two assailants standing over Trent's body. Well, wanting to simulate decomposing flesh, they used cornstarch, which they put over Trent Reznor's face. And since the video was shot before there were drones and CGI, the crew had to be creative with the very little money that they had. Hence, the low-budget effects of the cornstarch mixed in with chocolate and what have you to kind of give a darker effect of decomposition. Um, the overhead shots in the video would be shot in video cameras tied to weather balloons. One of the cameras, which was supposed to capture Reznor's body, got blown away by the wind. And the crew thought they had lost that footage forever. <laughs> <laughs> Finding the camera, if in fact, <laughs> would be a farmer... In his field in the state of Michigan, without even looking at the footage, the farmer hands it over to the tape or hands over the tape to the state authorities. Right. And so they're like, you know, what is on this video? You know, this is in the sky. This is weird. Um, He thought it was the actual the authorities camera. 
which they were probably using to find like, you know, secret grow, like pot, you know, operations. Once the authorities in Michigan had reviewed the footage, they thought it was actually that they had actually captured either a gang related crime or a snuff film. Nice. It was so realistic to him. So at this point in time, nobody on the earth knew who Trent Reznor was or Nanya and Schnells. So after the authorities scrutinized the film, they started hyper-focusing on the background and found out where this was shot. And the lights on the local metro gave this away to the authorities, which ended up being in Chicago. So they give it to the authorities in Chicago. Now the authorities in Chicago, they noticed that they they start to narrow in the small uh, narrow down the small area uh, through through different things in the footage of where this was shot. On their total journey to to try to uh, the um, unravel this mystery, they give the case to the FBI. So the police still have no information, any details, what actually transpired in this video, and so the FBI is asking they put out an actual flyer and to all the schools with oh, a tape no. with the tape asking you know thinking it was a gang related in- incident or something if any of the uh, the kids or any of the colleges or whatever knew anything about this well it turns out that a student at an art house who was watching um who was always watching MTV was able to connect the video with a flyer that he received at school about the video <laughs> and he was like, wait, I'm watching this video. This is the video that's on MTV. Um, so they thought it was worthwhile to get in touch with Nine Inch Nails management and discuss the missing tape and the contents that were on it. Um, Nine Inch Nails demonst- had to demonstrate that, in fact, Trent Reznor was alive. <laughs> and the tape oh, was not no. a snuff film. And uh, they had a great time in baffling both the police and the FBI. And this one went down in history of their, uh, for the rebel nature of this, this band. Um, be careful what you videotape and who might see it. Word. That's that. That's a great story. That is crazy. Yeah, that is. Thank you. Really Tune crazy. in next week for another edition of Mike's Music Box. I'd like to remind you that the Balcony Show is proudly produced at Keiko Studios for all your musical production needs. Check them out at KeikoStudios.com. Keiko Studios. It's time for the spotlight portion of our show where we showcase new singles from returning guests. And your host is Donna freaking Galucci. Woohoo! We're back! <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Spotlight. We have a great new song by Learning to Dive. Trust oh. in Me. Bravo Bonez. Yes. Learning to Dive is Bravo Bonez. And they're eating this up alive. They... Absolutely. I've seen article after article after article. Right. This. Right. Absolutely. Great track. Um, the production of this track is just stellar. Wouldn't you say? Like, yep. Just awesome. And as is the instrumental aspect of the song. Um, so the song is a message, I guess, um, of hope to victims of gaslighting. And I'm not sure if everyone knows what gaslighting is. It's like a psychological manipulation where um, you kind of question your own reality. Right. Um, would that be correct? Happens to say? a lot with people who are battered, right? Like abused women and abused men, and yeah, you know, when somebody starts breaking down your psyche mm-hmm. and you don't kind of you're questioning your own reality, right? That, exactly. Right. And um, and the way the song is arranged, it's in such a way I would say like a a, a dark kind of way. 
where you, well, I did anyway when I was listening, I, I could f- almost feel the victim suffering and pain, but, but yet at the same time, the, the lyrics and the vocals sends a message of support to them and um, that they are not alone, reassuring them that they are understood and, and validated. And what a time to release this. Yeah. What a time. Very powerful. It is. It's, it's a very impactful f- song and, you know... I just, well, I really love it too. And you know what? It's once again, it showcases learning to dive's dedication to addressing these important social issues because they've done that before in their songs. Yes, so, they have. Um, kudos to them for uh, bringing this to light. And uh, you know, w- when you listen to it, you can really put anything in. You know what I mean? Like put your own meaning into it. So, very cool track, very emotional track, and. I'm sure everyone is going to love it. So take a listen to Trust in Me by Learning to Dive. Just 
Welcome back to the Balcony Show. Thanks for sticking with us with this spectacular. Thank you, Andrew Hager, for being a part of the show. I can't wait to watch your star rise because, man. You're the man, bro. You're the man. Such a great guy and such a fun interview. Real yeah. nice. Yeah, really was. Really nice guy. So, so, you know, keep on trucking. Um. Anyways, I guess that's it. Reverb Nation will have a couple uh, more Reverb Nation people coming up on the show. Thank you to all of you who submitted your music. I'm sure there will be a campaign in the future, and we will let you know. But in the meantime, that's kind of like all I got. Anybody else? Yeah, Not really. You know, what do you got, um, Mac Hat? <laughs> <laughs> I know you have something to say. No, oh, wow. No. You, you know. disappoint me. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, I, I spent God. a lifetime disappointing your species. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. man. Yeah. It's okay, Mad Cat. We love you. Anyways, we're going to end things tonight with a song by Blackwood. The name of the song is Lullaby. Good night, everybody from the Balcony Show. We will catch you next week. Good night. Oh, man.